We're Hack the Dino, this is the Critical Path, and boy, do we have a story for you! So, we, if the fellow who just knows that we went offline, it's because lightning hit something, the house went black, <laughs> and then my house actually flooded in an inch of water, and we had to go in in buckets, and we've changed clothes, you guys haven't. Look at wet floppy! Is. <laughs> we've a, got a wet floppy! He's a happy dog at the beach. <laughs> if you only could see how much my tail was wagging. Uh, so, yeah. Flooded house, flooded studio, very scared about all the nice expensive electric equipment we've got in here. But that won't stop us from bringing you, our awesome viewers, the latest edition of The Critical Path. Yes, we are Hack the Dino. This is our critical path, and this is the 89th time we've done this. 89 times. I'm Ben Rosenthal. I'm Daniel McGuinness. I am Floppy Staric. And over on the keys, we've got the hottest guy this side of the Keyville place. It's Braden Dixon. I'm actually drenched in water, so... <laughs> <laughs> Just don't jiggle the plug. My, no. un my undies are wet. <laughs> they Brayden's. actually are. I wasn't going to say it, if you look up on our, 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 our Facebook, there's actually yep. a photo of me saturated without a shirt and a broom brushing water out of the, the world. Yeah, the studio. Out of the studio. Contain. He's <laughs> anyhow, He looks good though, doesn't he? He does. I didn't know. Nice. Uh, let's get on with the show. I even did my hair. I even blow dried it. I can't believe you blow dried your hair. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, as I was saying, we're Hack the Dino, this is our Critical Path, our nonsense video game discussion show. You can catch us every fortnight over on youtube.com backslash Hack the Dino, which is where you may be watching it now. So while you are, please hit that little thumb button there to give us a little thumbs up, and go and hit that subscribe button, and <laughs> go and press that bell, ring that bell, make Dan's wet underpants hit, even happier. Tickle, by... tickle the dinger. Oh. Little man rolling the boat, give him a flick. <laughs> <laughs> on Why are all our sexual innuendos <laughs> flowing out recently? Anyhow, let's get on with uh, We're on SoundCloud as well, also on iTunes, also on uh, all the other podcast apps. But we're going to get right into it because this is ridiculous. Time for what we've been playing. What we've been playing. Dan, what have you been playing? Oh, man, I'm so disheveled and like uh, flustered. I don't even know what I've been playing. So I this week I looked into over on um, the old Games Pass. I looked into uh, a Plague Tale Innocence. Now this is a game that I've heard a heap about. Didn't even look into. I just that everyone really no likes one, it. No one did. It's really weird. It's by a Sobo Studios. You guys heard of them? No, but it, Never. is it? They did Fuel. It's one of the fuel? games. Oh, yeah. One of the games where you mention it and people go, oh, yeah, I've heard good things. I should probably play that. Yeah, yeah. But no well, one has. That's exactly what happened to me as well. So you, it's a third person. So ready for this? It's a third person action adventure horror stealth game. Sweet. Um, so you play as Amicia. This mm -hmm. is, it's all set in France. I miss you too. Yeah, I know. Uh, Amicia de Ruin. And um, it opens with, as you can see here, um, here's your tutorial opening. It opens with you hunting with your dad for a boar. You can see here. And you got, so you got your little, um, what are they called, a sling? Yep. And so that's, uh, your, you can sling things and that, and you can hide in bushes. And this is like your tutorial. This goes, um, I, this goes bad pretty quickly, as in, um, uh, it's suddenly, your, your dog runs off and you have to start chasing your dog. And uh, do you want to skip forward to this? Uh, oh, Brayden, Brayden, Brayden? Brayden? I was going to say, so, uh, like hunting with your child for a boar or something in the forest, it's very God of War. Oh, you wait. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I never really thought of that. It's not, though. The uh, boar's so, Kratos. Do you want to click forward to it? It looks a bit less. No, 
tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, your dog gets um, your dog runs off. You run after your dog, right? Um, and then suddenly your dog gets pulled into the ground. So you see a dog death straight away. You oh. run home, and suddenly these jerks um rock up at your house, and they're like, "We're the Inquisition. Where's your son? Because you've got a brother um as well, and and this is actually your father there." And they rock up and they're like, we want to get your brother. So you, um, they kill, uh, well, stuff happens. People might die. <laughs> Spoilers happen. Um, so that, and so you grab your brother and you bail. And then the rest of the game is just you and your brother on this mission. And it's very, it's set up very, very much like The Last of Us. Right. And the developers actually said, we played The Last of Us, we played this and that, and we wanted to create a game that felt like that. A lot of hiding. Um, Every there is no health bar because any time you get hit, any time you get seen, it's instant death in this game. There oh, is, really? There's no health. There's no nothing. So it's all about um, running out and um, ditching rocks, you know, to you know, um, what's it called to distract Destruct. enemies and get out of stuff. And you're going across the country to try. And, your brother is sick, and they want him because he. You don't know why they want him, but he has. Um, uh, so there's some bloodline power that your family's got or, or something. But it's in a, a relatively real universe. Chosen one. <laughs> yeah, and your brother's name's Hugo. So you and Hugo, you go along, um, and h h you can actually split up with Hugo. You can like go, Hugo, Hugo you cool. stop here. You can say you've got him here. So do they and, and then and you can run away. But he is like quite scared all the time. And if you leave him, he has like panic attacks and stuff. So you have to choose when you leave Hugo and not leave Hugo. You can also send him on to do stuff, like go through walls and that, but if you leave him along too long, he starts to panic, and then as soon as he gets killed, it's game over. So is the dialogue sort of like, Hugo, he goes, I miss you. Yeah, yeah, I miss you. I don't know if I can do it. Anyhow, um... I got the joke, man. Oh, yeah, Thank you, Brayden. Brayden gets a pay rise. Anyone home get a joke? So you have, uh, and then, so no health, instant death. You do this for a while, and then suddenly, uh, and then you have, um, so you find items everywhere, like little bits and bobs, and you, could, you get to you get to upgrade stations, you can upgrade your sling, you can upgrade how much ammo you can hold, and, and that's really fun. So you, it, it encourages you to look around. Here you can see on the screen, um, for Pascal people, this is a town, and there's a lot of disease in this town, and a lot of blame, um, you know what I mean? Yep. yep. So the plague. Then the bloody rats come into it. No. So brain maybe skip about three quarters of the way through this. Do that kid just... Yeah, so, and look at, look at this. Oh, yeah. So the rats have invaded. At the start, that's what takes your dog. So the rats can't stand fire or light. So it's a constant thing of trying to get through these rat-infested, like, and this is a battlefield here, so you can't see it. So there's a million, like, things. There's so many shocking things in here. And, like, you do it in really, really, really unique ways. And you can use the rats. So this is a guy. You see, oh, they'll use... You see this guy walking over the hill here? He has a light and the rats don't like him. So she's probably gonna donk his light out and he'll get um, ratted. Oh, but um, you see she's doing that and it, then all the rats just swarm him and he gets eaten. And oh, wow. so there's all different ways. And there's some really shocking things in here. So there's like oh, a pig wow. farm that you go to and you have to like pull the pigs out and you sacrifice them to get through. And your brother's going, but the pigs, no, this is horrible. And there's so many like, Horrible things in this game. Um, so it's basically puzzles of how to get through these rats. You can also later on le learn alchemy and you can create um, sling things that set stuff on fire. You can see here, um, uh, so you know, so she's got a fire sling here. Oh, she knocked him out and now the rats are gonna go eat him. So, pretty heavy stuff. Um, it's The voice acting is amazing in this. It, um, um, I think it is. 
It's very French, so uh, not, I, I think it, it sounds amazing to me. She actually got this was in. Um, this has been nominated for so many awards. I looked up. It's never won one though. It's, all, it's in every category. It's been nominated for an award, but it's never quite won it. So it's this year's Spider Man. Yeah, probably. Okay, uh, what else we got? So, um, the puzzles aren't that hard, but they change them up a lot. If you know what I mean. So you'd be like. Okay, how am I going to do this? Oh, okay, see, I can set that a lot, and I can pull this cart over here and do that. And it seems to work most of the time. You, have to, you maybe stuff up a puzzle once or twice, but you, then you get it. And um, and then yeah, you, you, usually it's like, what's the most disgusting way I could get through this? Oh, right, let's set a corpse on fire, drag it into this spot, and like you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. It takes about eleven hours to beat it, okay. which is a, ni- a nice level. That's um. Did you roll credits on it or? No, not yet. I'm a little bit not not I'm quite far through it. Um, maybe click forward a little bit further, yep. Brain, and see if there's uh, the pig bit. Um, oh, I don't want to see more. Oh, yeah. I won't show the pigs. Um, it is, yeah, it is very <laughs> Last of Us Mouse. <laughs> yeah. Last of Mouse. Um, uh, it's a story game, but with this, I get this in a lot of story games. I even got this from like God of War and stuff, and Last of Us. It's a little bit too slow for me. Like the bits, there's a lot of this walking around where they're talking the dialogue, which I do like because I don't like cutscenes that much. Yep. But it's a little bit slow for me. But that is me. I'm a person that's very fast and needs stuff in games, and I understand that this game is pretty much perfect for and, and how it moves along. I love The Last of Us, but I still thought it was too slow. So that, but it, we all know. It's I'm not. actually surprised that uh, you know there's no dismemberment here. I'm actually surprised. Oh, you did. There is dismemberment in this oh, game. There is? You don't do it. You see it happening. Look at this. So you're swinging this thing here, and the rats run out of it whilst. So you oh, run under great. there quickly. Yeah, there's, there's all these great things you can do. So this game is a beautiful fill gap for people waiting for Last of Us 2. You've <laughs> 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 made me on the box. Yeah, I yeah. Want to play Last of Us? You're waiting for Last of Us 2? Play this game. Um, and that's it. And it's on um, So game I play Pass? it on um, Game Pass, which I'm going to mention it later. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, cool. Um, you can see that. And yeah, good game. Right, check it out. A Plague's... What is it? A Plague... Plague's Tale. A, a Plague's Tale Innocence. Is there a Plague's Tale? Is this the second one? This is the first. The first? Oh yeah, they just put a little catchphrase in there for no reason. Makes it cooler. Does make it cooler. Alright. Anyway, that's what I've been playing. Okay, what I've been playing, uh, if you are subscribed to us on YouTube and you rang that bell, you may have got a notification of the very first game review that, uh, well, I've done. Uh, I played a game called 1980X uh, over last weekend. Very short game. Uh, You can hear all my thoughts and see all my thoughts in the review that uh, is up on the YouTube page, so go check that out because I'm quite proud of it. Are you going to um, talk about it? I will talk about it very, very quickly. <laughs> oh, just quickly, Braden. This is the whole game, so you can click through this and show yeah, bits and bobs. Yeah, I'll jump around a bit. So uh, it started out as a Kickstarter project, which was released, um, and just paid homage to all the arcade games of the 1980s. Uh, you play as kid who lives in suburbia, but once more, uh, he becomes hooked onto video games after going into a forbidden club one night. Forbidden Club. <laughs> uh, and you basically play arcade games which are clones of classic games. As you can see on the screen here, this is a Final Fight type game. Uh, in in Dispersed between really beautiful animated cutscenes yeah, and looks really so... great voiceover work. Um, I'll get into the music in that a little bit later. Um, but you've got some uh, classic arcade games, like there's one called Into the Void or Out of the Void, I think. And it's basically R-Type. But what they've done while making it, this is one of the cutscenes we can see on the screen now. He looks uh, like Canada, he reminds me of from a kid. See, I thought he looked like Marty McFly. Oh, that's good as well. It looks like if you put the two together. He kind of looks like a little bit like, uh, what's his name from Robotech? 
Yeah, it's yep. everyone. It's the 80s <laughs> encapsulated like an in, anime. in a youth face. Uh, so one of them was uh, an R-Type clone, and as you go along, yeah, typical R-Type uh, game. If you skip forward a little bit, Braden, it might be coming up. Just oh, look at those this. people. That, look, that looks like a Sierra game. Yeah, well, this is the uh, the hidden arcade that he wasn't supposed to be. Oh, they had one line. The dialogue is really, really cool. I'm all over the place here. My review says it much better, but the dialogue is great. It's almost poetic, and it's just so full of teen angst. It's corny, but so good. So when he comes in here, he goes, I just saw the coolest uncool people I've ever seen. Uh, it was just a great line. I loved it. Um, so he's about to go into here, in, into Enter the Void. Go for it about 30 seconds, Braden. So this here is the R-Type clone. What you're doing there is that's sort of like a mini-boss. You're blowing up the ship. You've blown up the ship, and that's the mini-boss going there. You fight him there. You can inflict some damage before you actually meet him. And now you have to dodge that ship, because if you don't, if you get yeah. away, it blows you up. Nice. Oh so little thing, they added little things like that, little quality of life to the game, uh, which gives it a little bit of a point on difference. Um, the music, we can't hear it right now, but the music is sensational. It's like an 16-bit uh, uh, chiptunes type track. But then they get some real uh, synth 80s rock going like, in there. Like Kavinsky vibe, like yeah. college. Oh, it's great. So you're there playing and it's, it sounds like an arcade game. Then all of a sudden Ooh. these synth tracks hit. This part was amazing. So oh. you play an Outrunner clone. Yeah, that looks great. Uh, so how many game, mini games are there? I think it's about five. Okay. Are, um, they all different? are they all different? Yeah, just keep it on this one for a sec. Yes, they yeah. are all different. Um, so this one here, this Outrunner one, you do the first level, which is basically like Outrunner, going around the corners and, and whatnot, getting to the checkpoints in order to get there in time. Then it goes dark and you go through this checkpoint and you get like 250 seconds. And you're just driving along with this music in the background as Kid is narrating to you, um, sort of like how his dad left and how nothing was the same. And he's talking to you as you're just driving along. There's no competition. You don't have to get anywhere. You don't have to beat anything. It's almost like your kid playing the game. you having these thoughts go through your head. Uh, the writing and the character work is just so good. So good leading up to it. Um, uh, I will say though, the, the disappointing thing is it ends and it's, it just stops. Show us, uh, I want to see some more of the games. Oh, okay, so, Ninja! Yeah, yeah, this is a... Uh, is that Shadow Warrior? Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is a Shadow Warrior clone where you run this. It gets longer and longer. The very last level was an RPG, but the old school... Yeah, this is great. Um, Dude, that's it, hot. The uh, the old school RPGs where you, you, you're you working in grids and you press forward, forward, right, and then an enemy... There you go. Uh, enemy <laughs> comes up and you can choose slash or hack or whatever. Um, so after this, this is the last level and you finish it and then you just get another screen and then that's it. Like, they They drop lots and lots of uh, plot threads throughout the game through the narration of Kid uh, and you think, oh, it's all going to tie up and lead to somewhere but then, no, the, the screen comes up and he stands up and he goes, oh, there's more to come and then that's it. Do you reckon they're going to just maybe start creating more of the minigames and add it into it? Because that would that be That would be really, really cool. Uh, I don't... That's a golden ticket for them if they do that. Oh, absolutely. But um, it only took me just over an hour to finish. It's really short and it cost me $15 Australian. Uh, so I'm not sure. It's an amazing game. Like the only... that, that sounds like eight bucks would be good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah, pay yeah. eight bucks for that. Um, pay eight bucks. The game itself is great. It's just way too short. Um, if, yeah, give it a go if you like, but... Did you notice in the arcade scene, it was my favourite thing I just saw then, on the wall in the arcade is a digitised sort of bitty version of the Lost Boys poster. 
there's little things like that. Oh, that, all was, that was fantastic. Um, but I really enjoyed this game. The the pixel art is fantastic. The music is sensational. The writing, besides the ending, is exceptionally good. It's really atmospheric. It's so full of angst and oh, if only I could get that person. <laughs> oh, my family. Oh, I'm stuck in this two-bit town. I just need to get away. The I end. just need to drive. <laughs> yeah. Done. Sure, um, bacon in it. <laughs> so it's really cool. Uh, if you've got a spare fifteen dollars on your account, uh, grab it by Ooh. all means. It's highly replayable. Uh, yeah. So game's really good. You should play it. Floppy, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a little game called Black Sad Under the Skin. Yep. Uh, it's done by Pendulo Studios. Who, after having a little bit of a look, haven't done a lot of stuff. They've done like a really lots of little uh, sort of PC sort of adventure games. Uh, in this game, it's a it's a 1950s detective story, kind of film noir, uh, set in this anthropomorphic world. So, it's one thing that I really love about it. Actually, everyone in this is animals. There's panthers, there's rhinos, there's cats. tigers and bears. Like, oh, oh my! my. Yeah, thank you. And no explanation as to why. It's just the way it is, and I love that. I think the um, the artwork is beautiful. I think it's it's quite soft, but it's very detailed. Uh, so I. It, so I really enjoyed looking at it, which is good. Do you know about the creator of this? I don't. I know it was based on Spanish comics. He's an ex-Disney um, animator. I did not yeah. know that. Um, and it's based on, yeah, the comics Black Sad, which we have at Greenlight Comics. Oh. <laughs> nice plug. Uh, so you play John Black Sad, being the detective that you can see on the screen there. Uh, he's a private detective. He's a war veteran. He's basically Humphrey Bogart as a panther. <laughs> Hunt free go Gobart? Yes, that too. Hunt free. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't work. Did uh, it? So it's centered around this case that you're investigating, uh, and it's the suicide of a boxing gym owner. Um, or was it suicide? That's what you've got to find Ooh. out. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, so it uses some quick time events. Uh, now, quick time events, uh, they're used for things like fight scenes or just sort of progressive cutscene parts. Now, I generally think that cutscenes and things like that with quick time events can be overused very easily. I'm not a fan of them at yeah, all. Yeah, places like Heavy Rain, stuff like that. Uh, it's still a great game, but it, it used a lot of quick time events. In this game, I think they were used sparingly and very well placed. Hmm. So where they were used, it makes sense. Um, and it progressed the game along really nicely. Uh, so as John, you explore crime scenes and areas of interest, as you can see here. You can interrogate uh, characters. And you actually see little flashbacks as you uh, find out sort of bits of information for the crime that's going on. Is it very adulty? Ah, uh, yeah, it's pretty dark. Um, not one I'd probably play around younger kids. It deals with you know suicides and murders and. That's what I was going to ask because the, the comic is quite um, adult. Yeah, and I think they probably tamed it down a bit from the comic, um, but it has got the, that, those themes and those overtones in there. Um, so one of the things you do as you're doing here, which is um, sort of making deductions, is you can use animal sensors. Are we going again? No, no, keep no, going. We're going. Uh, you can use your animal sensors, your, your smell, your sight, your hearing to, uh, to find clues. Once you've got all these clues, you have a deduction menu, which is you literally zoom in on uh, John Blacksad's face. He takes a, uh, a pose where he's having a little thought, and you can link the clues together to make... Um, well, to make uh, more clues in some aspects, or uh, deductions. Keep rolling. Let's just ignore it, just keep doing the show. Yeah. And yep. once you've got those in it, furthers the story. Now, it's um, it's pretty linear. So in the fact that you can't move on from most areas until you've sort of done the things that you have to reach in that area. Um, but you can move on without finding all the clues. So if you're a completionist, you can go back. There are collectibles to find little baseball cards Sausage and things legs. like that. Sausage legs. Cool. Another war veteran. But yeah, so you'd... Zoom into that area. Did you just say sausage legs? <laughs> it looks like sausages. Oh, 
Hashtag uh, cancelled. Um, did we, did we drop out then? Please, uh, no, please I say we dropped out. I believe we were live then. Please say. What do you mean? He's like pants were like screwed up. Those sausages. <laughs> Uh, there's only one thing that's screwed up here, Dan. Yes. Anyway, uh, this uh, game, anyway. Uh, is it glitchy as all hell? Because I've read reports, especially the Switch version, okay. is almost unplayable. So, I did have some glitches, a, a couple of gripes, a few glitches. Now, I played it on PS4, so I haven't played it on uh, Switch, which I know has been, uh, like you said, almost unplayable. Um, no, actually my, unplayable. Actually like, unplayable. You get to a point and the game glitches out and freezes and you can't play it anymore. So I haven't done that because I actually managed really? to roll, yeah. I, I rolled credits on this. So I, I've rolled credits, I, I've seen the end. Um, but I did have excruciatingly long loading times. Wow. Uh, so there's a point where a little loading screen uh, indicator would come in the bottom of the screen and it would sometimes sit on 16 and go to 29, and go to 90, then go back to 80. And um, the other thing I was going to say is I had physical glitches. So there was a few times I disappeared through walls or fell through the floor. Not many times, but that was it. Um, the only other thing that I had a problem with it was actually the difficulty level. Right. So, it's not hard, but you get to certain points and if you fail, you can fail quick time events and you can die. But if that happens, it just starts you back at the start of the quick time event. Yeah, right. And you, and you, and you kind of already know what's, what you've got to press. It what's the point of having a quick time event if you're just going to start from the exact same spot and just press the same button it again? It is literally the same button. It's just a cutscene with an idiot mode. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that sort of because it took that sense of intenseness and like that uh, and danger away from it. Because if you did the cutscene and failed it, you sort of knew what buttons to press next anyway. Um, on the flip side, I love what it looks like. Like I said before, it is a beautiful game. Uh, the shading, the coloring, like oh, the depth that the, they do. The, yeah, the depth that they go into the detail and 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 just all the the reflections. Mm. Reflections. It's ridiculous why reflections look so good. Uh, but yeah, the, and the background music, it's this cool, like, constant 1950s jazz. Ugh. You know, you, you just sort of make you want to smoke a cigarette. Just like that. Uh, and the story. The storytelling is, is phenomenal. It actually has twists and turns that I didn't see coming um, in the story with characters and, and the character development, and that was great. So, all up, uh, I would say play it, just not on the Switch. It's available Poor on Xbox and Nintendo. PS4. Play it on those. Don't play it on the it's Switch. It's not their fault that they came out with a horrendously underpowered machine. Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> what world is this? Good lord! Did you Good just lord. did you just cut off the news? I, did you just panic, Brayden, and just I, there was a panic moment where all of a sudden two anthropomorphic animals were engaging in intercourse <laughs> through a photograph in I a think video game. That was a discourse. I think they were playing patty cake like Jessica Rabbit. Ah, they yeah. were wrestling. So like I said, there's some darker and more adult themes in the game. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that the end of the, the review? Yes. And we're back. No, we're done. News. 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 Best show ever. We've got flooding. We've got power outages. We've got lightning. We've got lagging. We've got animals doing the nasty. We've got the mics going off. I got you on that one. <laughs> Ornimals. Ornimals. I love ornimals. Let's get into the news. What was I trying to say there? Corey Barlog has hinted during the week that a God of War sequel may be about to start production. Uh, during a sit-down with PlayStation Access, Barlog said, <clears throat> The story of Faye and Kratos meeting. There's less weight when you don't know anything that's coming ahead, right? Meeting her needs to actually feel like something. That you already know the story that we were told here, so there's a greater weight behind who she is. She's got a mythology to build up. 
so for me, I'm going to make a prediction now. This is one of Ben's uh, infamous and famous hot picks that I always, always get right. Future classic. Uh, handshake to the past or future. Um, turkey. The sequel to God of War is going to be called Gods of War. Gods. <laughs> yep. Atreus and, uh, is going to be older. He's going to be a teenager. Oh. And Faye and Kratos are going to meet through uh, flashbacks. Who's Faye? That's his wife who's dead at the end. Who you burn? Didn't you play the game? Yeah, but I can't remember anyone's names. I played oh. every single one of them. <laughs> Even the PSP ones or whatever they were. Like, <sighs> Chains of Olympus. Yeah. Chains. Outer Worlds was announced today for the Nintendo Switch. It's coming out on March 6th. Now, for all of you people like me who like getting the big pretty box, you can get a physical edition of this game. It's just got a <laughs> download code in the box that you download the game for. Is that true? That's absolutely true. Your physical version is a digital copy of so the game. So your physical version is a non-physical version. It's like yeah. buying a ghost. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like with a, a serial number. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> remember when you bought that ghost? Yeah, I loved that ghost. Do you remember in Spaceballs when they've got the cans of air and he's like... Because <sighs> like the air's running out on the planet? I do remember that. That was good. Spaceballs. Anyway, so uh, Dan, is Outer Worlds worth getting? If it's on a lower frame rate. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. No? Yeah. Uh, you might as well get the, the, the super duper version. You yeah. don't want to get some turkeyed out version. <laughs> but is this a game that you uh, have fun playing on the go? Oh, that's a, that's a different question. This would be a great game for travel. Yeah. When you're on a plane, train, automobile. With, a, with your um, Switch Pro. With John Candy. You... It would be a great game um, that, to play on the go, yeah. Uh, because like it's in, it's a it's, especially because of the switch, you know, you can just like click on and off. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like uh, you don't even have to turn it off. It just no, pauses. Sleep. Standby. Sleeps. Yeah, Stand yeah. This would be a great game for that um, <laughs> if it worked. But it's not going to work. Is that what we're saying? By. Yeah, sure. I, don't know. I mean, there are some bits in this that I'm, I'm pretty. Cause I play this game. Pretty much, I'm pretty much positive the switch will not be able to do. Yeah. Like some of the um, the, uh, the planetary lighting and, and stuff like that. I just don't think you'd be able to handle it. I think it'll just be pop-up city. I was going to say, draw distance will yeah. be a nightmare. It's yeah. going to be fog everywhere. It's going to be like Turok version It'll just be two. rendering around you as you run. <laughs> <laughs> like Rage 1 did. Yeah. That was the worst. Oh, speaking of Rage, Mortal Kombat Online is a thing again. Ooh, good segue. Mortal Kombat! Uh, I wish we had uh, that. We should get a button. I can do that. Yeah, let's do that. We'll do that next time. Every time there's Rage. Mortal Kombat! Uh, so Mortal Kombat Online was cancelled early last year, but has since been rated by in the UK for the PS4, Xbox, and the Switch. Uh, and the rating reads, Mortal Kombat Collection, spelt with a K, Online is the original Mortal Kombat trilogy that Mortal Kombat fans always wanted. Upgraded art, gameplay, and online features provide an incredible experience that will relieve, uh, sorry, relive the... Revive, classics. revive the classics. Cla classics. Classics with a K. Classics with a K. Uh, How do you say that? Is it different? No, it's just them being. Hey, look, our game. Is Why do we have correctly. K's and C's then? Because it's Mortal Kombat, and it's that's edgy, man. Mortal a little chip, big cut. Yeah. Um, so, as a person who's a massive Mortal Kombat fan yeah. my entire life, I've never asked for this. Really? No. Well, see, I haven't, haven't, because I still own these games on my arcade machine and my <laughs> uh, um, uh, numerous console Devices. versions. So, yeah. I can, and the Super Nintendo yeah, it's version. Not, it's not. It's not as if Mortal Kombat hasn't been accessible to play for the last fifteen years. <laughs> like, and because yeah. it's so small, why don't they just release it as a download thing? Like, just release the ports. So, yeah, you should be able to find this in the crypt. Yeah. In the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah you should be able to be find. Great. 
That would be great. Uh, are you a big Mortal Kombat fan? I'm not. I, I like it. I do enjoy playing them, but I'm terrible at them, so I've never gotten good at them. That's right. We did a let's play. Uh, yeah, I remember four. I did not win a single Who, who won that? I believe you did, oh, I did. Mr. That's Marshall. I believe the viewers won. We should do a petition with Mortal, um, with um, Pat the Johnny to get rid of the small C's. I reckon K's are the only cut sound we need in yeah, our alphabet. Yeah, we've probably got enough viewers to do that. The word yeah. cat? That's <laughs> yeah. cool with a K. <laughs> yeah. We should do that. Petitions always work, especially yeah, there for... Uh, Michael Towns in the chat that are doing it. Classics with a K. Yeah. Right, with, two K's. Yeah, two K's. Speaking of two K's... Their company. Mortal Kombat <laughs> Scorpion's Revenge trailer got released. Wah, 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 wah. Anyway, uh, I didn't uh, really like the animation for this. I thought it was a bit, uh, bit, bit. Uh, what, it's what's it called when nothing it's nothing special? Yeah, it sort of like freezes every second frame. It's bland. Yeah. The, um, see this, this the trailer's right. This is it said rated R, and I watched this whole trailer. There's nothing in this trailer making it worth rated R. Is that the actual animation itself can be highly like anime violent? Probably. Because there's nothing in here to show that it looks anime violent. No. Anime bar? Was it a big R or a little R? Oh, that no, that's K's name. Either K's. way, like I think it's just a retelling of the the storyline we got in Mortal Kombat Nine, um, where they went back in time and redid all the the storyline um, in out of the mid. What's it called? What's it called now? It's the Nether Realms uh, era because yeah. the official storyline's split in two now. Uh, so yeah, I think it's just them getting it all up, putting it all together and doing a thing. I just want to know if it's worth being an R-rated. Like, if it, there's going to be heaps of violence that it is not showing in this trailer. Like, this is a PG-13 trailer. So What's do you think, though, that this being released has anything to do with the upcoming film? Well, yeah, because the film has nothing to do with the storyline they're showing here. Do you so do these know guys, that, though? These guys, oh, I know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> the guys making Mr. the animation Insider. are cashing in on the fact the film's coming out. Yeah. Because yes, they okay. can, because this is their storyline. I story didn't know if it was going to be like a lead-up to or something and like that. And people are going to be very upset with what they do with the film. Okay, like so hardcore you know, fans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Alright, so... Well, uh, any more upset than the last films? My, my sources tell me. Uh, and Townsy might be able to back this up. Noise. Because we made this in, they made it in Adelaide, if people don't know, which is our hometown, which yeah. we are in right now, which uh, is flooding. And, and I know... No, I'm not going to say who I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, Scorpion is killed by Sub-Zero in the opening credits, uh, but Ooh. it takes place in modern day. And Scorpion's son is the main character. Oh, nice. And he tries to go after Scorpion. Did you, uh, know, did you know that, like, um, the actor that plays... Oh, and Kano and Sonya Blade are best friends and partners. So the, the actor okay. that plays Raiden yep. is the guy that played Itchy the Killer in the uh, uh, Mikkei film, um, in Itchy the Killer, which was a massive film when we were all growing up. And my mate, who I, we loved it together, he was working in the bar, and that dude just came and sat down in front of him, and he's like... You're actually the killer. <laughs> and he's like, Brayden, I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. Do you have a story about the Mortal Kombat film that you want to share? Oh yeah, I was um working a photo booth at this like like pub uh, bar club type thing. Yep. And the event I was there for, um, they finished up at midnight, so they were all packing up and they're leaving. And within two seconds, the entire entire location was filled with 500 to 600 people because the Mortal Kombat rap after party was there <laughs> it was buck wild and you just and I, schmoozed in and stayed no i had to panic and try and pack up this giant photo booth it was a nightmare she just kept it up and got photos of all the stars yeah oh, dude that'd have been mental speaking just... of photos you know what one of the best games ever is pokemon snap pokemon snap 
And Pokemon Home has had details announced. <laughs> it's being released in Feb. Thank you. I can hear the audience on the internet. Thank mm. you. Uh, Explain to me what Pokemon Home is. Pokemon like Home is basically a storage uh, storage uh, facility for you to store all your Pokemon in and put them over to your Sword and Shield. What? It's not even a game. No, it's not even a game. It's like Google Drive. You basically, it's Google Drive. So there's two versions. Your basic free version where you can have 30 Pokemon in there or premium, which is uh, a lot of money. $25 Australian a year. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. Uh, so it's released February 2020. Uh, you uh, Pokemon Go is not supported at launch, but it will be eventually. Uh, so you're looking at $80 for the game, which is uh, Pokemon Sword or Pokemon Shield. Yeah. $30 uh, for Nintendo Online in order to use it. And then a further $25 a year for Google Drive for your Pokemon. So uh, I think we all know what a kind of a Pokemon fan I am. I'm... I'm Pretty high up there, yeah. Yeah, I'm not getting this. Whoa! I, I'm not. For a poke it. drive, you have to pay twenty-five dollars a month, a year. A year. All right. So I'm not a big Pokemon guy, but I have I have got the game and I am playing it. Mm. I don't understand what this does for you that you can't do in the game. So you can transfer all your Pokemon from Gen Four upwards. Which one was Gen Four? Gen Four was uh, was that X and Pearl y? and Diamond. Diamond. Oh. This, so, this, how have you still got they, they have one of those, well, because I collect them. Uh, they They're not have, real things. Shut up. Uh, they have, <laughs> they have uh, one on the DS at the moment, which is $6 a year. Same program. Is that not the exact same thing, though? Exact same thing for the DS. So I'm aware of that. Why are you paying yeah. 25 for another version of the same because thing? Because this one's on the Switch. Nintendo, what are you doing? Well, you know, because uh, the Pokemon company isn't earning enough through Pokemon Go and that. What'd they earn last year? Oh yeah, $1.4 billion. So answer me this. So it's $25 Riddle a me year this. for this. Yep. Do you then still need to utilize it, the $30 a year online account? For yes, Pokemon? yes. You need you need Ooh. Nintendo Online in order to use it. Wow. So how much is that all up? That's over so 80, bucks? 110, 100, 100, yeah, yeah, yeah. 150 bucks? About almost $150. You get a World of Warcraft. Couple accounts yeah, for that. Why would you? <laughs> uh, so that's a little bit of a ripoff. And speaking of ripoffs, Stadia. <laughs> Good uh, there was a report uh, released today where, uh, in an interview, someone from Stadia, someone from Google, when quizzed about the lack of games or the lack of game announcements coming out, is quoted saying, yeah, it's up to game devs to announce their games. Oh, what a donkey. <laughs> Such a bad move. <laughs> this is an official press release. He said that. Um, what's more, the Tomb Raider games and Samurai Showdown are being taken off the Stadia servers in February. So they're already removing games. They haven't even launched that thing properly yet. Well, they... they what, is it out? No, no, I mean, it's out. But... It's out, but is it not out? really. Yeah. I thought it was, like, not out yet. Yeah, but yeah. Amazing. I yeah, thought it, it came out so... Blue. Oh, it's a joke, all right. I didn't it's, a, it, it's a big old joke. You know what's not a joke though? Animal Crossing. Do you know what's not a joke? Animal Crossing fans. And do you know why? Because they shell out big money for stuff like this. Brayden, hit us with the thing. I'm trying to find the photo. Hold okay, on. you find the photo. Uh, Nintendo announced that they're releasing an Animal Crossing Switch on March 20th. I forgot, I forgot to put this in the, the play. That's, That's right. why I was having a bit of trouble, sorry. I've got it. Hold up, wait up. Uh, throw it up there, Brayden. Yeah, no, keep going. Alright, I'm going to keep going. So, Animal Crossing people are, are crazy fanatics and we love them heaps. And so does Nintendo because they spend lots of the money. What do you do in Animal Crossing? I've never even seen it you play. You play a boy uh, and you go to an island this time. Or a girl. Or a girl. You play uh, them. Pay a mortgage. And have you, you, you haven't played it, have you, Ben? Yeah. You don't oh, know what you're phone. talking about. Yeah. I, I just got <laughs> thrown because I made a, a 
grand sweeping generalization, which isn't very fair and it's not very inclusive. You shake trees. You shake trees, and then a raccoon comes along and says, hey, give me my money. And you go, well, I haven't got any money. So you give me my money. Is that where he happens? And you go, well, yeah. uh, just, just, Tom just, Nook, mate. just calm down, man. Tom, Tom like, Nook. Just there calm down. There he is on top of the flag. He's going, yeah, see these kids? They're your kids. I'm holding them ransom. Give me my money. Give me that. Give me trash because I'm a Mortgage raccoon. No, 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 no. He, he's, he's deadly. Anyway, that's a cool looking switch. Look how good those say, colors I are. I love the colors. Do you know yeah. what's really cool though? What's even better? My mum, I was talking to her the other day and she goes, oh, I'm thinking about getting a switch. Oh, really? And then this was announced today. Oh, really? Guess which one she's getting? So I can get another box for the collection. And those Joy-Cons are cool as hell. Yeah, yeah. Aqua and... What's that one? Teal? Teal and Aqua. They're and aqua. good they, colors, They look man. really nice. But look at that on the left-hand side. I don't know if that's lighting or if it is naturally sort I think of fading it's out. It's lighting? I think yeah, because the, the other one doesn't have that. Either way, yeah, it's a gorgeous-looking Switch. It is relaxing, like my yeah. says. I can just look at that and just go... Oh, huh. It's a chill-out game. And it's not even the game. It's just the console. Just the console. So it obviously comes with the game as You'd well, I think. You'd hope so. Um, it'll yeah. be it'll be preloaded on there, I bet you. I hope so. Uh, but Nintendo likes money. You know who else likes money? Sony. That's why they're bringing out the PlayStation Five, and we've got some rumours about the PlayStation Five. These segues are getting worse and worse. Uh, recent report from this year's Game Developers Conference seems to indicate that more developers are working on or plan to work on PlayStation Five titles rather than Xbox Series X titles. Ooh. Now, there is some maths here to back it up. Out of 4,000 responses, 11% of those that responded indica indicated that their current project is for the PlayStation 5, while only 9% uh, indicated for the Xbox. That's pretty close. 23% uh, of the respondents indicated that their next pretty project close. would be on the PlayStation 5, while only 17% of respondents indicated for the Xbox. Does that mean exclusives or... Just their next project. Timed or... So, well, I'm guessing that... Uh, exclusive would be in there because you don't get a disparity like that. Um, you know. Or do they mean PS5, not PS4, not for both? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I didn't Something do like that. Research. But that sounds cool. I saw numbers. Go they Sony. Look, look good. Uh, in the comments, we've got nah, no game on there. Comes out the week before release. So no, there is no game on Animal Crossing. Thank you, Michael Towns, who's doing a fantastic job in the comments. Moderating? Modding. Modding. You're a mod. Michael the Mod Town, say hello to him, everyone. He's, he's nice. He's got a spanner on there, like he's, he's he can fix stuff. You didn't fix the bloody stream before, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you turkeyed it. Uh, the PlayStation Five will also be able to run multiple applications at once. In other words, you can save your current state in multiple games. Um, this is a patent, so it suggests that if you were to load up a new game separately from the one that you're playing, it's likely that a smaller screen would pop up. In the corner. Ooh, pick so and pick. Windows. Yeah. It's Windows. Yeah, it's, it's iOS. Yeah. Basically. But, yeah. You so does that mean you could like, you could be playing like, a game and then Minimize fold it. over to the yeah. next game and, and it will still be running in the yeah. background? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a waste of power. But <laughs> Hey, there's one thing PlayStation do very well and not drain battery power for no reason at all. But Hello, it's, it's I will prefer them to make games that utilize all that power than saving some power for the game that's in your background. I don't mind stopping a game and starting a new game. Yeah. I don't need a game running in the background and go, oh man. Well, the big thing's load times, and I think that's what they're trying to, to trick you into thinking, is that you can have all these games open all the time and your load times. Are... You can just play another game while the other game's loading. They've already told us, though, that the load times are amazeballs. Well, yeah, they've shown it in leaked videos, but um, yeah, yeah that, that's what the focus off of this gen is. They have. Sounds like a good deal to me, but you know what else sounds like a good deal?
do. Splatoon, that's right, we're talking about Splatoon and all the Splatoon news. Welcome to Hack the Splatoon, I'm Splatoon Ben and we're here to talk about paint and squids and all didn't that kind of stuff. Floppy, tell us about squids. Didn't you like my... It was so epic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was an epically long intro. Like, yeah. I loved it. It's, it's, not awesome. as long, it's not as long as the Kojima watch one. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but uh, that's fitting. It is fitting. You know what else is fitting? Deals? Good deals. Deals! Good deals. And we have good deals for you. Uh, if you're on PlayStation at the moment, you can jump on for $7.55, pick up Titanfall 2. Good game. Titanfall 2 is a great game, especially a single-player campaign. I'm not much of a multiplayer guide guide but it is that is awesome as well but this campaign is phenomenal um i don't know if anyone has played titanfall yeah i played it the whole way through titanfall 2 titanfall, yeah titanfall 2's yeah, got the one where you build the, the suburbs it's building a suburb and you're like running through it as the machines are making a suburb it's amazing oh there's that there's this uh, a time loop one where you're falling through cylinders and you have to flick from past to present as to get past certain things that are in there it's yeah. amazing uh next deal for 17.95 which is a good price, I wouldn't say it's a great price, but we have Resident Evil 7. Uh, so for those horror survival guys, that's not Resident Evil 7, but... No, it's all right, we, don't, we only play cool. one footage all the way through. Done. Uh, so for horror survival people, if you haven't jumped on that, that's a good price to get in there, especially if you do like the Resident I Evil I just want series. to bring this up again. Resident Evil 7 is fully VR compatible. Yeah, don't do it, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's yeah. terrifying. I was... you, want it in real, you get to see in real time your own hand get cut off? Do we have, do we have a quick time for a quick little story about Resident Evil 7 in yeah. VR? Yeah, man. Okay, so I was playing this in VR... Um, in my lounge room at night time because I have young children and I don't want them to see that stuff. And no, my... no, night time because he was making his kids watch it before they went to bed. <laughs> I'm not that bad. So I was. Everyone else was in bed. I was in the lounge room. Lights out. VR on. Playing Resident Evil. It's terrifying. My daughter woke up in the middle of the night and saw Dad in the lounge room. Now I couldn't hear her because I had my my headphones on. So she reached out and grabbed my leg. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. As soon as you said my daughter worked out, I knew exactly where this was going. And I nearly died. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was what? 20... I would have vomited on her. I was going to So I stopped know. that. I have not played that game since. I've never finished it. I can't I, do it. I can't do it either. Oh I've, I've tried to play that it game. It's so terrifying. It's so good, but yeah, I can't do it. It gets too rough, eh? Like, yeah. too, oh, man. Too just, much rub and tickle. So, just, to uh, keep on, just to keep on theme with horrifyingly scary and terrifying more, and children. I would just say Resident Evil 8, which is rumoured to be in development at the moment. Exactly the same first yeah, person. Yeah, oh, I know. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, but for $10.45, you know what you could do? Heavy Rain. No. Now, we did uh, speak about Heavy Rain. on PlayStation Plus. It was a while ago. But if you don't have PlayStation Plus and you just want to buy it for 10 bucks or $10.45, uh, Heavy Rain. Now, Heavy Rain is one of those story-intensive, slower-moving, uh, does have things like quick-time events and motion controls. Not mm. Dan's kind of <laughs> cup of tea. <laughs> Sounds uh, like a rubbish. But I thoroughly enjoy it. I really get sucked into those story guys. And, um, yeah, very I cool. I still haven't played that one. I got it for free on the... The there was that and, uh, um, Beyond Detroit. Two Souls yeah, yeah. and Detroit Become Human. I would like to play them all because my understanding is the director, the game dev, wanted it to be more uh, a movie, a linear title. Yeah, it's, it's an interactive movie. A, a movie that you end up like making choices in it that change how it overall turns out. It's a choose-your-own-adventure yeah. interactive film. I played yeah. it for about, probably about three or four hours. There's some disturbing to play it ever again. Yeah, there's some disturbing stuff in Heavy Rain though. So if you have got like, yeah. uh, if not, if you don't like scary stuff or disturbing parts, don't play that one. But it's good. It's good. Great value. Uh, On to Xbox now. Obviously, there is uh, Xbox Game Pass. It's going to be the best value thing that there is. Yep. Uh, I think your first month is a dollar. After that, it's about fifteen bucks. And... No, it's five dollars. Is it five dollars? Five dollars oh, okay. Australian. I got that wrong then. 
Uh, $5. I know. So that is super month? cheap. For the first month, it's a dollar. Is it $1? Yeah. For, and then every month after that, it's $5 a month. Yeah. And you get like, what, 100 and something games? <laughs> oh, dude, like, like 200 games. Yeah. It, and uh, every every couple of weeks, they put a couple more in there. I just spent $15 in an hour-long Pixel Fest. <laughs> <laughs> you could have spent you. $1 and got Dead, uh, dead Cells. <laughs> You know what you can get on Games Pass, though, is the game that uh, Dan reviewed, uh, yep. Plague Tale Innocence. Plague Tale Innocence, that's up, yeah. And what do you uh, reckon, Dan? Is that worth a dollar? <laughs> I know, you have to divide it by all the other games. Is oh, it sorry. worth, is it worth, is it worth point, a cent? Point 0.5 of a cent, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, there is Indivisible and Sea Salt. Now, I'm not familiar with these, Dan. Do you oh, man, if I had read that, I just would have said Invisible, eh? I didn't see how to D in there. Didn't you write Truth that? be told, I wrote it. Probably oh. is a mistake. Oh. So it <laughs> be, could be invisible. Indivisible. Uh, either indivisible or invisible, whichever one pops up and in I, the little menu first. And what I just saw that... Brayden, can you look up what indivisible means? You can't means? divide it. I can do. You can't oh, divide what, something. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You can. It's indivisible. divisible by two like or it's indivisible. Like you can't take it apart. Um, oh, the game's actually very... Um, It's very like anime cheap... Like it's like cutesy anime style. But like they've got cleavage. It's real weird. Wait, we're okay. not and what? Sea Salt. And Sea Salt just came up when we were... Service. Sea Salt just came up as free when we were, I saw when we were just uh, setting up the stream. No, resetting up the stream. After yeah. the great rain apocalypse. Yeah. After, um, but if you a, move after Aquaman to, crapped himself. You want to move on to Switch. Uh, there's a couple of deals. Mm-hmm. Once again, though, although because it's Switch, it's a newer console, they're not super on the cheap side, not like the PlayStation or things like that. Uh, the Nintendo tax comes into play yeah. a lot. Uh, but they have some unique titles that you can't get anywhere else, so it becomes worth it. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name, but Onimusha Warlords? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Onimusha. Onimusha Warlords for $17.97. i got to say this looks whack. Yeah, I thought this would be your type of game. <laughs> it, uh, it looks <laughs> very good. No, it just looks bad. <laughs> it yeah. kind of looks like, it reminds me of Tenchu. It's a, it's a PlayStation 3 game. I did, it looks like a PlayStation 2 game. I was going to say yeah, it, it looks PS3. like a PS2 game. Uh, maybe not. I hope not. Have a look. Oh, God. Okay, let's have a look. <laughs> uh, what else we got on there? Uh, something that I, I reckon Ben should play because I think he'll get a real kick out of it. Yeah. Now, it's not cheap. No, it's not. Well, it's, 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 almost, it's, it's cheaper than, say, buying it full price physically on PlayStation or Xbox Live. But Nino Cooney uh, for $59.95. Didn't I give this to you? No, uh, <laughs> no, no. You gave me uh, Persona 5. Which I still have to give. Is back that to. where that is? Yeah, it's at my house. I've lost right. my copy of that. So, Catherine, you know, Minuni. So I have a feeling yeah. that this might be the wrong video game that you've got footage for That's here. That's not Nino Because King. Onimusha Warlords was released on PS4. Oh no, it was originally released on the PS2. There yeah. you go. Right, there, there we go. go. There but go. It, it came up with a photo of a PS4. I'm like, this is a PS4. <laughs> well, what do you know, Brayden? Oh, uh, so Nino Cooney, I've heard from many people I should uh, play it. I watched the movie that came out on Netflix last week. Um, they good. A movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has nothing to do with any of the Nino Cooney storylines. So there's, oh. you got um, two games though. So you got Nino Cooney that come out. Yeah, um, has nothing to do with either of them. No. Um, and yeah, it's it's not very good. <laughs> cool, cool, uh, cool storyline. I guess the twist like that. Um, but uh, yeah. Tw- what you guess the twist in a toddler's TV show? <laughs> well done. Nice. It's like Rugrats. It's like a giant Pokemon <laughs> RPG. So yeah, you you like it? I made you get it. I haven't played it. Nino Kuni, man. All right, last deal of the day. Last deal of the day. Uh, Bubsy, Paws of Fire. It's fifteen bucks, and it's shit. Yep. Bubsy was the most <laughs> disappointing game ever. They they marketed it that came out so hard. I was, I reckon, year seven. Like when I was 12 years old, and it was hyped so hard yeah. as like the next edgy Sonic beater. And I thought, oh, something's going to beat Sonic. Yes, please. 
Uh, and it, tr- it couldn't even. It couldn't. It didn't even work. It was the trash. game was so fast yep. that it, you couldn't play it. Yep. And then they were trying to be edgy and Sonic. His sprite was too big. Do you know what? Though? Everything about it. And yeah, I was sick and on drugs, and it made me freak out. Makes me want to play it because I like playing shit stuff. Like I like watching shit movies. Well, no, no, this is dollars You can get Bubsy Paws of Fire. That sounds great. That's not even great. That's not the original. No, it's the sequel. That's the it's not the remake. They did a new one. Didn't they, they did a new one, and then they've done another new one. Oh, Jesus. for whatever reason, I'm assuming it's just okay. the same game because no one played it. Move on. All right, let's thank the Patreons then. All right. No, let's not. Let's do Kojima Watch. All right, can you make up your mind? Because I have to jump buttons. Fine, Dan versus the... No, (laughs) Kojima Watch. What a man. Absolute man. Mighty good man. <laughs> just a brilliant. How much do you love Kojima? I quite a lot. Mm, Wearing one of his so t-shirts. Good. Yeah. Uh, Kojima has stated that he wishes to make smaller games, manga, anime, as well as AAA games. Now I've got on the screen here some of the cutscenes for um, Zone of Enders. Oh, so and that's be- Well, that's because Kojima said that uh, him and... Um, who's the artist for Metal Gear? I keep forgetting his name. Is his name Brian Wood? Sure. No. Uh, no, no. So they want to do manga and anime, but mech-based anime. Can you imagine a Kojima mech-based anime? That'd be off the charts. What bonkers. you mean, like Metal Gear? <laughs> I think want... more like Zone of Enders is oh. what they're saying. So did you know that if you got the PS4 PS4 version of Zone of Enders, it's VR compatible? Really? Yes. I don't know how much. Wow. No, I did not. Be know in that. the in but the, it's, the machine because I'm so scared of VR now because um, my daughter. Uh, that I haven't tried it yet. Right. Um, Kojima is quoted in saying the article where he said this. Uh, yes, Braden? Uh The artist is uh, Shinkawa. Yes, that's him. Yeah, so they want to do some more stuff. But um, Kojima said, In the future, Kojima Productions will start making films. If you can do one thing well, then you can do everything well. <laughs> Confident. That's the best analogy ever. Kojima, brilliant. What a brilliant man. Uh, okay. I want to get on the topic of the show. All right. We're running real long. Okay, thank you, Patreons. Thank you, Patreons. Thank you, Patreons. We love you guys. These are the top tiering Patreons. So thank you, Floppy. <laughs> Thanks, Floppy. <laughs> um, Henry Gupter, Todd, Todd Randall, Tommaso, Mike Towns, who is now our moderator, Karen Ash, and Dylan Stevens, who is also in the chat. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you so much. We love you all. Mwah. Have an awesome time loving our stuff. Yeah. Tots. Love that opening. Okay, very, very simply, it's video game show and tell. I put the message out in our Discord, over on our Instagram, and over on our Facebook for anyone to send in some photos of their most precious piece of uh, memorabilia in their video game or gaming collection. Uh, We've got a whole heap of uh, answers, so I haven't been able to include everyone. I am sorry. Uh, We've just had to pick a few because we've got things we want to share, and let's face it, we're more important. No, we're not. I'm very sorry. Please stay and don't unsubscribe. Anyway, uh, let's go to the fans' pieces that they shared with us first. Uh, coming up from our Discord, which you can join over at bit.ly backslash hack the dino. Nice and short now. bit.ly backslash hack the dino. Braden will write it in the chat for you if you guys want to join in. Uh, Epoleon has this piece of his collection for us. Uh, we can see there it's Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door for the GameCube. Ooh, uh, lovely. Is that a rarity? 
It is. Uh, Epoleon says, this game and the first one are the games that got me into RPGs. Without this game, I would not have played games like uh, Final Fantasy, Chrono Trigger, and Earthbound. I've never played Earthbound, but I reckon I should. Oh, well, it's man, on the NES Mini. I've still got those scoring from last week rating on there. Oh, it's <laughs> yes. all right. That's fine. That's all right. We can just... It's not like it's them. the only thing that's gone wrong. Tonight. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> if things are going to make uh, an issue, uh, do it all yeah. in one go. All right, Dan, you've got one from uh, Instagram. So I got Jordan underscore SCI or Sky 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 over on Instagram. Instagram. You can see here he has got his. Is it a Vectrex? No. Yeah, it's a Vectrex. He's Vectrex. I think this is the wrong photo though. I miss my Vectrex. Yeah, so um, this one is actually from oh, yeah. uh, D1 DLC and Jordo. So that's the wrong one. Do we have the green Nintendo 64? Oh, uh, which one are we on here? Uh, Jordan Sai. Jordan uh, yes, underscore yes, Sai. They... Here we go, there is the wrong one. Oh, sorry, that was my fault. <laughs> what a comedy of errors. Here we go. <laughs> there we are. So oh, Jordan Sai. Sorry about that, Jordan. Anyway. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a green um, Nintendo 64. Jungle which, green. Is that good? It's a, it's a very rare one. Oh. Uh, funny thing about this one as well is that it came with a banana cover to go over your Nintendo 64 controller. That's stupid. Those things now go for about $80 to $120. Just, just, yeah, right. just this cover that and goes on this controller. Can you still use it? Yeah, yeah it's just a, like a... a uh, plastic skin that you pull over like a shape like a banana. So Jordan, yeah. Jordan wrote, um, always wanted the 60, uh, N64, especially the green one. Got it this past Christmas. Not rare, but just cool for me. But it is pretty rare. It oh. is pretty rare. Jordan, I believe, is in the United States, which is why his Zelda game is not, not gold. gold. It's, ah, see? we've got one. Yeah, we've got one in the front there, the gold one there. That's uh, Australia just got the gold ones. How did we um, get just that? NTSC got uh, silver ones and then got the gold ones. What about on the NES? Were they gold in the... Uh, the yes, yeah, yeah, everyone, oh. apart from in the Asia countries, they were not. Um, but know, yeah. They were jade. But uh, the Jungle Green is a somewhat rare console. I really like that he got it just this Christmas, so it's not something he's held on for a kid. Someone bought that for him, that's awesome. Yeah, isn't that lovely? What a lovely yeah. present. Floppy, what have you got? Uh, I have one here from Discord, and it is, <laughs> I love this guy's name, Das Veilbeard, <laughs> I think. Yep. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it properly. Yeah. Um, and it is his Mother Three Handbook. Now he says it's not really worth anything. That's not true, it's worth what it is worth to you. Um, but the Mother series <laughs> is very near and dear to his heart, uh, so he cherishes his Mother 3 handbook and it's just a really done book overall and he loves the simplicity of it. I really appreciate that because not everything has to be worth money to someone else to be worth to you. That is true. And I like things that tell a story. Yes. Uh, the reason I collect things is because they have a story behind them, whether it's relevant to me or, um, you know, I think Dan said it before on the show when we've talked about collecting that uh, collecting is a need, like you need to to have it in order to, to complete something in your life. And uh, yeah, I think this next article perfectly exemplifies that. It is from Kind of Retro over on Instagram, that's Hack the Dino over on Instagram. Uh, and it is Jordo with his Vectrex. Uh, hey. Now you may recognize Jordo from the podcast D1 DLC, you should go give them a follow as well, they're really cool guys. Fellow gamers, very involved in the indie scene. Uh, but Jordo sent me this picture, I think just to make me jealous more than anything. Uh, and he says, I found it in a little town, back of an op shop, under some clothes. Wow. For $10. Oh my God. Next day, my sister went back and found me three games, all complete, for a total of $1. <laughs> now these systems are worth about $250 to $400 loose like that. 
Uh, the games, because the games also came with a uh, cellophane uh, oh, sheet that you slide in front oh, in order to yeah. play the game, so it's in colour. And complete those games by themselves are worth about fifty dollars each. Wow! Okay. So it's a, a, an amazing find. That's a pickup. Yeah, pickup of the 10 week. Ten bucks underneath some clothes in a little out of town. Yes, Braden. I was gonna say out of town in SA or Victoria. Uh, I'm not sure. Because that may even be no. my grandpa's who no, went and gave it to some off shop. It wouldn't be because I uh, didn't have the box. Oh, that's straight true, in. yeah. You know, mm. that box that he gave away. Mm. Yeah. Tell my story. I do know that, um, speaking of op shops, uh, Jessica Skicks, I can never say his name properly in the chat. Yep. Uh, he, has, uh, he has a little pipeline to, to op shops. Oh, really? And he finds some really cool stuff. Well, Ooh. maybe we should... Uh, he should we send should some photos chat. in later. We should have a chat. Next up. Message Damn, track done on you. Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Next up, we have Mark.Hughes over on the old Instagram. And he's popped Top up guy. there. Uh, Fear Effect 2. Look at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag cancer <hashtag laughs> <handsome> dang ladies. <laughs> if I had to describe one thing about her, it would be... What disproportionate. Is, what exactly is she doing? I don't know. I think she's, she's having a, a hard time with she's her neck. Firing is she rock? Is she rock sliding like on the ground? Or well, she she's two D. She's firing a three D rendered gun. I like and it. And her neck is so stiff and erect that she needs to button up her shirt. So he's written neck. My Star Wars games are my pride and joy, but next to next on my grail list is Fear Effect 2 Retro Helix. What a what a bloody huge name. <laughs> a cool name. That is a cool name. It was a hell of a game to track down, but so worth it. In my opinion, a classic. Or a future classic. Or a classic with a K. Classic <laughs> with a K. Like two Ks, but hey. Uh, so over on Discord again, we have Ashraf. And, oh, a fellow fan. Uh, so Metal Gear Solid made such a profound impact on his life. Uh, he's played all the main series of the games and some of the spin-offs. And this figure <laughs> is older than himself and Brayden. And that is an awesome figure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For, that, for those in the podcast, it is an OG um, Metal Gear Solid action figure. Look at that hair. No, snake was, all clean shaven? Yep. Which I was talking, never is. I was talking to Ashraf in the Discord as well about this. And he found it at that toy fair that we're at. Oh really? He said it was just in a bucket or something. Is that the the famous rifle that he has in his and the little suit? Yeah, it's the famous. Yeah. I was gonna say, Ben, you missed out. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. Great. I know. I needed to go diving more. I love uh, I love Metal Gear Solid. Really? Well, that segues nicely into uh, our next part of this segment of Tots is bits of art collection that we want to share. So we've each got two items each. I thought we'd start floppy off with his first <sighs> item. So mine, I'm actually wearing part of mine. Uh, so <laughs> Stand I, up, we can't see it behind the PlayStation. Look at that. So this is my Metal Gear Solid t-shirt that I've, uh, it's about 20 years old now because it came with, and if I'd thought about this before, I would have brought it closer. Bobby <laughs> has walked off to get his items. <laughs> I saved them when it started flooding. Yeah, when the studio started flooding. So I have my uh, PlayStation 1 limited edition Metal Gear Solid, oh, those lights. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, or limited edition. I do have some oh, pictures of this. Oh, there we go. The package. The premium package. Uh, it's premium a little bit dinged up. Yeah. I didn't buy beautiful. this new. I did find this secondhand, which was amazing. because much? Place, I, to be honest, I can't remember. It wasn't much. It's five it was, bucks. No, nah, it was like 20. That's still, that's it was like 20 bucks. 100% um, complete it was. It was. It was. I'll get to that. Um, it is one. also one of my, fa it is my favorite video game of all time. Yeah. So I would just love to find this. I, it comes with a t-shirt that you have here. It comes with a poster. I, I won't get it out. I can't believe you're wearing that. 
I wear There's it all the time. And I've worn, yeah, look, look at that picture. You know that? That's right before he handed it to me. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, one in uh, Super Potato and Akihabara in Japan that's signed by Kojima. Just like Chris Mint. Is Chris over. Mint, uh, all wrapped up. It's up high. I actually went in there and saw it and just turned and went, uh, Simimasen, and just held up my phone. And they went, okay. And I took a photo of it. Um, no one there's another picture I've got Brandon Watch inside oh, of okay. it. Yo, what's that? Here we go. Yeah, so inside you get the t-shirt that I'm wearing now. Now, I think there was a couple of different editions and there was one that had a white t-shirt in it as well. Yeah. But this one has, uh, you have the game Is that the right one? That's, that's the one with the white t-shirt. Oh, yeah. So that's got a slightly different uh, contents in there. That's got an art book, whereas this one doesn't have an art book. This one has the t-shirt, has a big... Yeah, there was a lot of them and I was just yeah. like, I just got to pick one. Um, Do you know how much those art books go for now, by the way? Oh, 50 bucks? Stupid amounts. Splains. Like um, 100 bucks, 120. As this much as it's going to cost to fix my house after that flood. Yeah. <laughs> so we have the original soundtrack, the t-shirt, uh, some dog tags, which I haven't actually ever opened. A uh, double-sided film poster that has the uh, Cyborg Ninja. He's really cool. With a, uh, it's, I mean, it's signed by Kojima because it's all printed with his signature, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> memory card stickers for your old PS1 memory cards and a postcard set. Now, sadly, at some point over the last 10 years... You sent it. No, I lent... <laughs> <laughs> He really needed to send a letter to I someone. lent my copy of the game to someone. Dear Santa. I don't remember who I lent it to and I've never got it back. They might and be watching. Ask for it back. Yeah, if, you, if you're watching, please, I'd like it back. Because inside that case of that game, it was the memory card stickers to complete that set. Yeah. You turkeyed it, mate. I did. I turkeyed it. Big old turkey. I'm just a nice guy who lends things to people and then I forget. I, I, I learned years no. ago to stop that. Eh? I was like the dude who lent everything out I when know. I was younger and now I'm like the guy who lends nothing out. I Amateurs, know. I never lend anything out I ever to anyone. I have a lending list on my phone now. So. <laughs> Alright, Dan. What's your first item? So my first item, I didn't get the memo of what we were talking about, so <laughs> I, my, none of mine... My memo, he means run sheet that I painstakingly write and it's been up for two weeks that now. That we all have access no, to it just at the same time. Read it so I actually got... My my items aren't video game related. Which is weird because that's my, the just rare content of our show. One of them is board game related. So my first one <laughs> is the Mark Ryden YHW... Uh, YHWH statue. Now I've got a. It was originally based on a Mark Ryden painting. Can we bring the painting up? So there's the painting. Mark Ryden is an oil painter that I um, I followed for many years. He's one of those new kind of you know high fructose um, uh, uh, artists. You know you've seen like Outro in Melbourne and stuff like that. So uh, they did a, a run of a of this that thing. So that's the I don't know what it stands for. YHW thing. They did a, a, a toy of it, and it came in a box. Let me show the box, Braden. A beautiful and gold embossed box. That's a good box. With some meat on it? Yeah, he, he was obsessed with painting meat. Okay. Anyway, so I now have... I now own... <laughs> I'm not this? surprised that you own this. Look at this thing. This thing is... How like, would you describe it to the, the podcast Look at listeners. the eyes, then. It looks like Look a, at the eyes. I don't want to look into the pink thing's eye. Can I just say it to the podcast worked out poorly last time for me. Podcast guys, it looks like a giant dildo with lamb ears and eyes. Just in the uh, comments, we've had someone ask what kind of Pokemon it is. Who's that Pokemon? It's it's Shaftmander. It's Rodney. Rodney. <laughs> um, so zoom in again to them. Right, can we get? Can we see his eyes? Like how they're, they're gross. Right. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so this one came out. I got it because I was just into it. Vibrasium, go. <laughs> I. I Get out of here, you chicks. I didn't realise how much this thing was worth. I got it quite cheap back in the day. 
And I looked it up recently, it's worth quite a bit of money. And they did a whole bunch of reprints. You can see them here, Brian. These are the reprints they did. <laughs> Is it really that funny? Oh, I know. Giant wonky thing with eyes looking at you. It kind of looks like but a penis never, with wings. But they never redid the original colour one that was based on the painting. They only ever did these other ones. Um... And that's my first thing. Um, so how rare is it though? Like, is it quite rare? I don't know. I didn't look it up. Brandon, how did you find it? Oh, okay. One second. Oh, well, I was try. following Mark Wright and the, the artist, and he was talking about it when they were creating oh, okay. it. Cool. It went through like it went through um, creation hell. You know, that thing where they were always saying they're going to do it, and then it like cut, pulled back and that. And then I just got, I just picked it up on the day. Like when Bill I and Ted Three. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. You ready? Oh, that, so that's the end of mine, is it? Um. Okay. <laughs> Dan, I just found that on uh, eBay in America. Um, is it really it's cheap? 17 inch pink limited edition vinyl figure thing. Uh, it's a USD 495. <laughs> <laughs> this is about what? Uh, $700? Yup. Oh, is that Holy in box smart. or on its own? I, I, I'm having a look now. That's bonkers. Did it? The box is somewhere around as well, and it's still Damn got this. It's still got the original. It came with like weird kind of um, brown paper shredded in there. So when you open it, it was like in a, it was just in there. I'm pretty sure I used that <laughs> box to keep the rain out of the. Oh damn it! <laughs> I use this to get the leaves out of the, out of the gutter. Okay, oh so uh, Shaftmander, <laughs> the pleasure Pokemon. <laughs> oh, so you laugh when he don't says listen, my joke? Don't listen! <laughs> All right, my turn. Back to me. Game's yeah. turn. Oh I bought Nintendo stuff. Oh. <laughs> what a surprise. So this here, this bad boy. Wow. So it may look like just an ordinary Famicom, but if we can get a close-up, see those buttons? Oops, that's Are the they square? Side. I've actually got a video if you want to cut to it. If so they're, they're square buttons. This is because this is the first edition uh, run of the Famicom that was released only in Japan. This is the Japan version of the NES. Uh, so the square buttons came out in the first run. There was only about uh, one to five thousand made of them. Wow! Uh, and they were a design flaw. So because they were soft, they kept getting stuck in the actual controller. Oh, are they rubber. Oh, whenever, yeah, yeah. Soft. whenever you pressed it. Uh, on the back as well, as you can see on the footage, it's very uh, shiny. Shiny. Whereas the Famicom's usually a, a bit of a, a graded matte color to stop it from sliding as much. Wow, this video is working really well. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that is, I got that at a very, very good price. Uh, I'm very happy. It was one of my grail items that I'm very happy that I have because I like collecting Nintendo and Nintendo did, history. Did you get that when you in Japan or did you no. mail order? It. No, I. Uh... Did you order it from one of the in those old magazines at the back where you can just mail order stuff? Like... Can I ask though? Yeah. Why did we get such a cool looking NES in the Famicom? Like, I mean, it's amazing, but it looks a bit shit. We got it because we ours looks like. Well, you can. Oh, it's not. Yeah, over there. that's a SNES. But... Uh, the Same NES uh, Japan. Dan, I'm going to hurt you so hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, NES was developed to, or designed to look like that, so it looked like a VHS player because the feeling was that more people in America would want something in their entertainment unit that looked like a VHS. Huh. Okay. This is, the, and the thing we didn't mention is like, those have like um, microphones, microphones in, the, in, in, in one of the player two. Yep. And um, what's his name? The uh, the Japanese actor who does who hates video games had to like. Um, he got asked to make a video game and he made this horrible game on purpose and you had to sing into it and get the exact right notes or you just couldn't get on with the game. Like yep. He just made this like troll game back in the NES days. Oh okay, Floppy. Uh, so my second item, once, uh, it's not really rare, it's not really old. They're rare to you, but yeah. I love it. Except mine is rare for some so, reason. So I'm a big fan so of the Wolfenstein series. 
Uh, I've played them since the first one back on PC. Played all of them, some of them better than others. 286. 286, I think. But I have uh, my BJ Blaskovich uh, action figure. Blaskovich! Blaskovich! Good old Terra Billy. Now, I'm pretty sure I got the one that doesn't have a door on it, so I can't open it. Uh, so he is, I think he's one sixth scale. I'm going to yes, open it. Correct. One sixth scale. Um, Articulated, really well detailed. You're going to get it out. Yeah, don't, man. Oh. You don't have to. I've got we footage. Are of it. Uh, yeah, footage? Yeah. Right, oh, yeah, oh, I've got that. But look at this. Right, got, zoom into that. Look, zoom into that. So you've got. Oh, his, he's, he's got a, he's a force out. ghost. So he's got. Uh, oh god. Oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> The details on his face are awesome. He actually looks really angry. And you've got a second little jacket that you can put oh, on him, a like little jacket. bomber jacket. Does he make you feel great. like a Nazi every time you look at him? Like he's about to like yeah, rip your face. Yeah, I feel judged. Oh, yeah. He's dropping my that? stuff now. Nothing. Oh, God, it's all going everywhere. Um, he's really cool. I like the size. I like the weight. I like that you can actually take him. I like the... I've always had this weird hate of toys that wear real clothes. Okay, like it's that's weird. It's weird. weird. It's weird. Look at them. Someone had to make little Someone pants didn't have for him. Barbies when he was younger. Does he um? Does he have jocks on? No. What do you mean? He's BJ Terrible. Does he kill Nazis freeballing? Have you not played the Wolfenstein games? If he's not killing Nazis, he's fornicating. That's true. Doesn't he wear though usually like a cyborg thing? Like he's a, got a suit in no, uh, that was the Hitler. New, that was in the new Colossus. Anyway, Dan, what's your uh, next one? Oh, up to me again. Yeah. I got stuff everywhere now. Oh man. Um, okay, so once again, nothing to do with video games. And there is a video game. What? There is a video yeah, game about it. Video game about Dan. Oh. All right, let me get mine. So my second thing is the board game of Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. Zoom in on this, Braden. Yo. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Oh, that my... is so good. Oh, look at those orcs. They're all they're all green screened <laughs> out. You can't trust an orc. To... Always going to let you down. So <coughs> this is my. Um, I'm just going to put this down. <laughs> That's so, um, I love this thing. It got given to me um, back in the day. Um, so, so that was the second edition, the 1988 edition of the game. Um, everything is in it. It is completely... Uh, what is it called? Complete? Complete. It's completely complete. Completely complete. And... Um, it uh, so I loved Mutant League Football. It came out in like 1993, and my mate who had this game, he's like, "Oh, it's just like my game I got," and he just gave it straight to me. I, I didn't have to buy it or anything. I know, I love it so much. Um, and that's all I've got to say about that. Um, <laughs> it is basically a turn. It's 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 a turn-based like board game where you uh, you play football. You play football. There's another. There's a video, Braden. Yeah. This guy going through it, you can see there you, you, you got your, your acetate, so you put your team at the end, like what teams and stuff, you've got all your plays. Um, you play, it's always the humans versus the orcs in this in this edition, there's no skeletons. You know what this is? This is, uh, X-wing. this is X-Wing miniatures with football. Yeah, footy. We should do a, um, a video of this one day. But um, There is a video game of this, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Mutant League Football. The yeah, Blood Bowl is. Yeah, they made a video game of it. And, but Finger I like Mutant League Football, the Genesis version. Yeah. Blood Bowl, my, one of my favourites. And that is one of my, my ones I hold close to my heart. Of my rare. I don't know if it's worth anything. Braden? What? Blood Bowl? Yeah. Complete, oh, have a look. complete second edition. It's probably not worth anything. But like, I love it because it's complete. And I don't have anything board game that's complete. Uh, Except for that see. World of Warcraft game up there, which I also got given to me. <laughs> no, you just get given everything. Do you ever pay for anything? Nah. No? Never. 
Do you know what year that was made, Dan? Yes. 1988. 88. Second, 88? second edition. What Here we go. Like Here is my grail item that Ooh. I am so freaking pleased with. So, this was released in 1977. Uh, it is the TV Game 6. Now, this was the first console that Nintendo ever released, ever. There's not even a Nintendo badge on there. Um, it's the hardest to come by, as only a few hundred were produced, because this is the white version. Uh, it's just pong. Yeah, so this was it was uh, made in um, conjunction with Mitsubishi, and this one here, which is it doesn't have a, a power. You have to run it off batteries. Huh. And uh, there was only, there was uh, only... Uh, no. Uh, also, Dan, your uh, blood bowl is worth fifty pounds. Okay, that was well worth interrupting me. Thanks. Uh, so this <laughs> very limited edition, only a hundred or so made in the world, which were only given. To the uh, people, you guys are just throwing me off. Anyway, Mitsubishi <laughs> owners got uh, factory workers got this. It's very rare. I'm very happy to have it. Did you this is my Nintendo Grail item. And is this from it's it? Best. No, it's not. That, Did okay. you say Mitsubishi uh, factory workers? Is there a picture of it, Brayden, yeah. of what it actually looks like out of the box? I've got. Uh, there's a controller. Just take it out of the box. I do. There's a picture of a controller. Should we take it out the box? Don't Don't that. Breathe. Oh, he's getting it out. <gasps> oh my god, I'm not going to touch this. I drop stuff. Zoom in. It's a manual? Manual. In baggy. Oh, oh, it looks quite oh nice. Oh, I'm scared. I'm sure... That, no, that's not the I controller, bro. That's it. The roof that's it. Oh, it is it. Uh, I there we go. Just, I thought it was just a so controller. That, no, that's it. So is that like an RF that? antenna? Yeah, that's it there. Yes, yeah, the RF there. Um, you oh, use okay. the paddles. It's Pong. And it's battery only. That's really good. That's amazing, actually. It, it's, uh, yeah, as I said, it's the rarest one to come by. I was extremely happy to get it. Uh, one of my grail items. I just need a TV game 15 now. So did you say that Mitsubishi employees got this? Yeah, so the white ones were given to Mitsubishi employees. So is that a white one? Or is that just uh, an no, off-white one? I think they were sell. It's just an off-white one because it's old. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that, that was it. Anyway, it's I've unwrapped that and I'm trying frantically to get it back. He wishes so Panic much mode. that he didn't do it Panic now. Mode. Oh, so fuck. bad. That's alright, I'll do it. No! You can go down there, I'll fix it later. It's time for Dan vs. the World! Dan vs. the World! Oh, oh not so Got it just in time. No. <laughs> anyway, it's time for Dan vs. the World, but before we do, I have got an apology to make. Oh. Uh, last show, I. Uh, did, we get, did you get hit up? I got hit up. I got corrected online, oh, and no. they were right. I didn't think anyone would know because, you know. Uh, Does that mean I get a point? What happened? Well, basically, the game I thought was the Marvel vs. Capcom 2 title screen was oh, actually no. uh, Street Fighter vs. X-Men. Oh. So I got it wrong. So I want a point. No, I'm I'm no, taking the world point. back to four. Yeah, you didn't get a go. point. We lose a point. No, it, it's it's null no, and void because uh, I'm incompetent. Hey, Ben, you know what you were? What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Dan gets a point. Um, okay, so here we go. I've got three songs from video game history. I'll play the first five seconds of the first song, and Dan, representing Dan, will have a chance to guess or ask a question. It'll then go over to Floppy and Brayden, who will also ask a question. They'll go back and forth for five tries and then have an opportunity oh, to guess where that song came from. In the chat, please do not give away if you know the answer. Okay, are we ready, guys? Ready. Here's the first song. 
Whoa. Man. Was that it? Is that part of the song? Yep. <laughs> what genre of game is that? Uh, it is a side-scrolling platform thingy. It's a platformer? Yeah. Nice. It sounds like it's on a pretty modern console. <laughs> Floppy? <laughs> I, got a, I got a question, Brady. Go for it. Go for it. Have we talked about it this show? No. Oh, okay. okay. Dan, question number two. Have we talked about the console that it's on in this show? Yes, we have. Floppy, Braden, World. I have a question. Yeah. Go for it. Was it on the Vectrex? No. Oh, okay. Sound familiar. Dan, question number three. Was it Pong? No. Fudge. Such a correct. I thought it was on that game six. She said only Pong's on it. No, no. It's Battletoads. Battletoads? Yeah, on the NES. No, so that. that point goes to the world. I, now that I think about it, Pong doesn't have music. No, he goes. <laughs> Pong's also not a side-scrolling plot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, Pong, my favourite side-scrolling. <laughs> my favourite side-scrolling beat him up. Okay, here we go. Song number two. <laughs> If you're old and you know it, clap your hands. Dan, question number one. Um, what con? The what? Oh, that will get. Because <sighs> I know what it is. I just thought I'm trying to like, nattle it down to what one it's on. Nattle it. Nattle it. Could be on multiple consoles. You never know. Yeah, well, it is on multiple consoles. I'm trying to nattle it down. Nattle That's not even a word, is it? Oops. Ooh. 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 That was me. Sorry. Um, Do you know what? Um, what does I can't read. I've got my glasses on. Do you guys know what it is? No, I'm, I break. Really? I don't mean, no know what the song is. But oh, what console is it on? Uh, this okay. particular version was the Mega Drive. That's what I thought. Mm. Okay, world. Mm, 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 mm. He knows what it is. Mm. No. What me? No, he. Oh, he. Yeah. No, I feel no, like you. He does. You look as dumbfounded as I do. Yeah. <laughs> I got no clue. Um, what? What? Uh, what? What character do you play in this? <laughs> Multiple characters. Oh. <sighs> Love that one. Is it the sequel? No. Ooh. Good question, Dan. All right. Well, so it was. We said Mega Drive. It was Mega Drive, wasn't mm -hmm. it? Um, this particular version. Because I had the better sound clip. <laughs> 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 and we finished this disastrous show with Dan dying. We've been hacked on Australia. Okay, so a question. Um, Go with something to try and throw him. I don't know. Now I'm double guessing myself. Is oh, it a no. narrative game? No, it's not. Okay. Not now. Dan, question is, number three. Is it California Games? It's California oh! Games! Oh, I had to narrow that down because there's a second one. There is, but Louie Louie was only famously in the first That's one. That's what I thought, but I had it on the, I had the Master System. Yeah. That was the oh, one. No. Okay, cool here we go. Cool games. Dan McGuinness. Song number three. <laughs> And it goes on like that. Dan, question number one. Uh, what genre of game is it? It's a fighting game. Oh, sick, mate. Cool. 
What console is it on? It's on it, it, originally or where it appeared originally. first? Originally. Originally it was the one the that it's on. The one it's that it's not playing. originally and where it appeared first the same thing. Fine, it's an arcade. Screw you guys. Oh. <laughs> is that the one that you're playing is the arcade one? No. Does that mean... It means whatever the hell I want it to mean. Fair they enough. were rude. So, arcade yeah. fighting game? Yep. Um, is it a offshoot of another franchise no. game? Nope. Question number two, World. It's a good question. Come on, guys. Give me some props. Floppy, you had arcade games. I walked past arcades and they've got Flappy Bird, so I've got no clue. <laughs> Oh, I played. Is Flappy Bird in the arcade? Yeah, yeah there's a there's an arcade version. It's, yeah. it's it's the dumbest thing. Um, time crisis. Who is the main character? Oh, uh, stupid question. Yeah, multiple. It's a fighting game. Silly. <laughs> Dan, question number three. Um, is it heavy violence or is it? No, no, no. I don't read my question. question. That doesn't make sense. Question. Do you have weapons? Some characters do. Some. Some. Question number three. Does the title have a K in it? Yes. Okay. That narrows it down to 45 <laughs> King, King Games. <laughs> Dan, question number four. What is the number at the end of the game? There is none. Oh, God. God, blimey. Fourth Raiden? question. Yeah? Do you know this? Oh, no. Go. Okay. I can't remember if it started in the arcades. Is it King of Fighters? No. No. It is Killer Instinct. Oh! oh! I, th- I thought it was King... That's why I, I king because I heard the little voice at the start. Well, there's an absolute. There's a little voice at the start, like the killer yeah, humiliation. Yeah, but I couldn't remember what the game was called. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> it's, and for those out there, it's actually Killer Instinct the remake. It's free on Games Pass. Oh really? Mm. Oh, it's not a bad game. Yeah, well, uh, we nice. did terrible on that one. Anyway, it's at the end. So uh, Dan's on three. The world is on five. Yeah, Dan clawing his way back. Raiden, take us out. Woo. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been Hack the Dino. This has been our critical path, and my God, what a disaster it's been. <laughs> it's been the messiest show I think we've ever had. Uh, thank you very much for watching and indulging us in all our wackiness. I've got a fun time ahead of editing the uh, whole podcast down. But you can hear that over on iTunes, over on Spotify, and over on SoundCloud. You can also, while you're on watching us on YouTube, press that little... What are you doing? Press that little subscribe button... Ring the little bell and find out when exactly I'm going to be distracted by Dan throwing around this cube of music. If you'd like to chat to us, you can find us on all the socials at Hack the Dino or go to bit.ly backslash Hack the Dino and join our very exclusive and not at all everyone can come in Discord server. We've been Hack the Dino. We'll be back next fortnight. I hope the world doesn't burn. Die, Nazi scum. Die. After it once. <laughs> hey, man. You cool? Why are you still recording this, Brayden?